Hello and welcome to Different Twang Podcast with myself Rue. I'm Shay. I'm Tendai, but you can call me Tens. And we are coming to you from the 0161, and that's Manchester. If you don't know, now you know. And now you know. Do you know for a second that I'd forgotten my name? I was like, <laughs> yeah, there was a bit oh, of hesitation. Wow. It was like, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I had too much gin <laughs> over this weekend. Imagine. Oh, I feel you. I actually have too much. I drank wine yesterday for the first time in like, oh my God, since when? Mm -hmm. Probably in two months. Because, you know, I'm trying to be healthy these days. And I was like, I don't want to drink my calories. I just want the spirits. Yeah. Wine does that, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Proud of myself. It really does. Well, well done for abstaining from the wine. Yes. We know what have you been drinking instead? Because we know Gin. you have not not been drinking. <laughs> I've not actually been drinking a, a, a lot. You see, when I've got spirits in the house, mm-hmm. I don't tend to drink. If there's wine, I'm going to drink it every day. So uh-huh. my wine rack, I mean, my wine rack is full of spirits, but I don't really touch it. That's unless people come funny. over to drink. I've realized I'm a social drinker. I only drink when there's people around. I don't really partake in drinking by myself unless maybe I'm having it with some food. Otherwise, I'm fine. How about you, Shay? Bit of both. Mm-hmm. It depends. <laughs> I think during the lockdown, like yeah. the initial lockdown, I drank a fair amount. Like every Times time were I went hard. To the <laughs> yeah, I was like two bottles of wine a day. Like, it was no. All right. <laughs> In fact, I'm sure be one of my patients if she was doing that. <laughs> No, it was like on the shopping list, mm-hmm. like my weekly shop. Yeah, yeah, um, same. Yeah, it was like two bottles of wine. I did the lockdown on my own. Yeah, mm. initially, so it was just like nice, just to take the edge off at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah, but not because I needed it. It was just like live your best life. It was just yeah. It was it. Yeah, I don't know. I know Maybe what you I mean. did need it. Ooh. But then now that I'm like back. I like to make, because I wake up early, I like to be on top form when I wake up. Mm-hmm. And I, because I don't, I sleep late. Like, I, yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I find that it's easier for me to just drink maybe in the weekends. or Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm wanting to, like, have a little fancy dinner with myself or something. Yeah. And have a drink. But I try to avoid drinking because of a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's how. Oh alcoholism yeah, starts. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's how you become a drunkard. That's how you become a drunkard. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can. True. I can actually go like weeks and months without drinking anything. I think tonight's to partially blame for me oh, drinking. Oh yeah, blame, blame the black girl because she <laughs> should have like. Sh- what did you say? I said blame the black girl. <laughs> <laughs> because she'll have like it would just be like like maybe after work and she's having like a drink and I'm like is this how people live <laughs> after, me, after a long 12 and a half hour shift and anyone on your back you just want to have a stiff one like it's it's actually quite funny because I never really liked gin I only started drinking it because it's Tindai 
But really? Like, yeah, I just never really liked it. So yeah. only, it's only like one, that's Whitley Neal, Rhubarb and Ginger. My favourite. And I dilute it so it doesn't really taste alcoholic anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. So, so I might just it with lemonade or soda water? I put... I don't like um, soda water. I put um, apple juice or tonic, and sorry. Apple juice. ginger... Ginger ale. Yeah. Okay. I like it like that. It tastes so good. It does. Yeah. A little little mini cocktail. And some rosemary in it. You know, if you fancy. Mm. You know what? Cocktails with rosemary in it. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. What would be your go to cocktail? Mm. With me, I'm not really keen on cocktails because they're so sweet. So. Mm. My go-to cocktail would not be to have one, I think. Okay. <laughs> Just spoil the game, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, maybe a mojito. But yeah, you like a mojito, actually. <laughs> and sometimes it's too sweet. Like, like uh, I you said, can't, I'm, I'm not a cocktail you. kind of gal. You, know, you, can't, you can't please um, Rue with any drinks, actually. Because when Rue is drinking any drink, she has three oh. drinks at one one time. So I actually have witnessed this. She has wow. orange juice, then she'll have water, then she'll have a cup of coffee. How that all makes sense. And she decides which one she's sipping, but she's drinking them all at the same time. Do you know that what? does not make sense. <laughs> Can I be real with you? Before when I went out to eat, I went out and I ordered a hot chocolate and I finished it. Then I said, ask for some water. But the water wasn't really hitting the spot on my meal. Then I ordered a Coke, but I had like two sips. And you don't even like Coke. That's the thing. I just wanted something to take the edge off. It was too bubbly. (laughs) Oh my God. You can't. You know what? She's just a bad one to ask about a drink. Wow. But, you know, you like a mojito though. Like you're most likely to whatever. I love an apple martini. Um... Mm Oh, oh, Long Island iced tea and Mai Tais. Oh, mm-hmm. Mai Tais is my favourite, though. I do That's number the Mai one. Tai. Mai Tai is lovely. Oh, just, I feel like I, when I close my eyes and drink Mai Tai, I <laughs> wow. feel like I'm on, I'm in Jamaica on a beach somewhere in an all-inclusive. And I just feel like oh a she's thousand. She's got a good imagination. She has her eyes closed. Like she's, <laughs> you I'm know, so happy. different country. My spirit is so happy. I'm telling you, it's, it smells like, it tastes like joy and paradise. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I might I've never have. tasted those type of Mai Tais. How about you, so Shay? Good. I love an Amaretto Sour. Oh. What's that? I've never tried that. It's like a classic. It it's is. a classic. It's a short cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got amaretto, egg whites. Egg lime. whites? Yeah. yeah a of, quite a lot of cocktails have egg whites in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I actually really like it. I don't know. It's, there's, it's sweet but sour. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a bit like a Deserano, doesn't it? You can have a Deserano sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well. It's very similar tasting. Yeah. Anything is, if it's not made right, it can taste like the worst thing ever. So, yeah, it has to be. Before mm. I order it, I usually go, Do you know how to make it, or are you going to have to look at like something or ask <laughs> someone? Yeah, because if you're going to have to start looking at like the ingredients list, it's a wrap. Like, just give me a standard drink. <laughs> do, do you know how but to make it? You need to know. Honestly. But yeah, if I'm like, if it's on the menu, I'd usually go for an amaretto or a serrano sour. 
Mm. I need to, I need to dr- go back to them. I've not had one of those in ages. And Emeritus said, well, I haven't. I need to go back and have another one and see how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's everyone's week been? Aww. Um, I'll go first, guys, since I'm always last. Mm-hmm. I volunteered myself. <laughs> go on, my, girl. My week's been okay. It's been good. I had a day off on Friday, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. To be honest, it wasn't fantastic. It was, um, it was just... um. I was just dilly-dallying through life. And, um, oh, I joined Shay's Waxing Club. Super fun. <laughs> and, do you know, at some point during my wax, I was just like, oh, my God, why am I doing this? Because if we're being serious, this is painful. And You told me it wasn't painful. Now you're lying again. <laughs> About lying again, it is because you want me to go it get this. Key hurts. I'm not egg. gonna lie, but then I was like, Who am I doing this for? Am I happy now? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just pain, and this is really pain. You did it for yourself, yeah. You I did, did it, it, I actually did, did it do it for coaching. myself. It's like, and I've got no one else, yeah. I've got no one to show it to. <laughs> you can show it to me if you want. I can look at your coochie. Do you know? <laughs> Want me to look at your pumps? I'll look at your pumps if you want to see I know, that's what I said. I said to her, she's like, yeah, I, I want to like, show someone. I was like, I want to see it. Go and show me your pumps. Like, <laughs> yeah, wrong audience. To be honest, oh, I don't want whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, I've just had a, a fun um, little weekend. And now, oh, uh, oh yeah, I decided to flee Manchester um, when Boris said, you guys have to lock down. You're so, like, well, I want to lock down yeah, but somewhere you're else. Who so <laughs> knows when I'm coming back? Everyone, the 0161's done out here. <laughs> no one's listening to Boris. I was with a group of friends yesterday having uh, a nice Indian. Uh, like, I, I'm, I, I, in fact, I can't say that, but I can. But I mean, as in, uh, we just want to know how long this is going I to take. Like, Tindai, we just need to know. For real, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I'm telling you what everyone's saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying stay in your houses we're in tier 3 don't go out there and spread the rona it's you know whatever mm-hmm. but if you get it that's on your own back don't blame no one uh-huh. everyone knows the risks and assessments but I think I was having a discussion with my barber the other day I got my hair cut Ooh, I'm baldy locks so Yay. I said to I said me and you know my barbs I said to him you know what sometimes I feel like coronavirus is like drinking alcohol and smoking a cig everyone knows the risks of drinking and smoking and even on the packets of cigarettes you see the pictures of people dying and people still want to puff away so if society is like that how long are you going to tell them not to go outside because there's corona one they can't even see corona and if you know if they don't know anyone that's been affected with it it's not that you should only care just because you know someone that's been affected with it but you can only go for so long and especially if when the government's uncertain on what they're doing we're going to lose trust in what they're saying so people are going to True. stop listening to these rules and regulations i mean t3 means you can't go outside and meet your family they can go to a restaurant and have a meal you can't the pubs are closed but only the pubs that serve food can stay open so can you please tell me where the clarity is because i'm confused ask your prime minister exactly so he doesn't even know what he's talking about 
It's very higgy. Well, I'm I'm just going to follow the rules. <laughs> As if you've been following them all this time. Carry on. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, <Ooh. laughs> unnecessary shots fired. That's unnecessary shots fired. I love Ro. I do love you though. No, but you do. You do your best. You wear your mask. You wash your hands. I that's do? that's what we ask everyone to do. Can I ask something? Does anyone else have a problem about getting ashy in winter? I get so ashy and dry. It's it upsets me and my homegirls. Yeah, but everyone gets ashy and dry. Really? I, I just it's just a me thing. No, no I think your skin naturally just dries gets out a little bit it's more like, drier in the winter. Even your hair I'm gets like, dry. I've moisturized. Yeah. What the hell's this? So I, I start adding like you know a little bit of oil, just you know, mm. to make it look. Cute and fly. It's mad in mm-hmm. winter. But yeah, no, my week, what have I been doing? Well, let's see. What did I do? Oh. You started your new I oh, started my oh. new job this week. And Lord, am I uncomfortable with change, but we, we move. And I, I have learned this week that, like Shay said, we need to stretch. She was telling me how I need to stretch. And mm-hmm. it's going to be uncomfortable, but once you fit into the new stretch, you'll be all good in the hood. So mm-hmm. after that bit of advice, I was going and I was um, I was thinking about that during the week, and also this I was watching this documentary on BBC about um how black nurses saved the NHS. Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of one of the black you know Black Lives Matter programs that were put in a category. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I started watching that, and it was so inspiring because it just showed that. The nurses that were there went through quite a lot of hardship. The ones are from the Caribbean that were brought in from the Caribbean to serve the motherland, which is in um, Britain. Um, Time out. Motherland. motherland. Who's yeah. motherland? This is the say motherland. that again. What do they who's, say? You know when it colonised? Because um, Jamaica when and then were colonised by the was, British. And yeah. it's a British island. They called this the Britain, when they came to Britain, the motherland. Because this is... That this is their motherland because they are. Uh, are you sure? Island. Yeah, that's what they were calling it on the on the documentary. About the mother- to go and serve oh, the motherland. <laughs> so anyway, they came to serve the motherland. My mother's land, though. That's what you know. Here. Because it's a British this is island. You know. This is not my land either. <laughs> I know it was mad. It, it, they actually felt really proud to be. To be like to be said, oh, you're going to. We want you to come to England to 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 serve the NHS and sit to save your people. And they read they they took that on like you know on board and like yeah, let's go and save the NHS. And they they came um, in the 1960s, yeah, 50s and 60s, um, and came over and did it on 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 all these ships. Anyway, I digress. So basically, the moral of the story from that documentary is the why. The, the passion that the nurses had to do their jobs and even though they went through hardships in those in that decade or the decades afterwards as well they just continued to think about the why they were doing this why they were here um and it brought me back to thinking about my why and put everything into perspective and mm. i thought oh you know what there's a reason i'm doing this as an end goal so don't think about the now uncomfortableness but that it's a process like everything, mm-hmm. there's a bit of pain somewhere, but there'll be joy at the end. So um, right. I took that on. So what else did I do this week? Yeah, that's about it. Oh, you never guess what, Shay. So after our meeting on Thursday, mm-hmm. little me came home in it. Remember, I was calculating my hours of sleep. 
and I'm supposed to wake mm-hmm. up at half six. I start work mm-hmm. at quarter to eight. Tell me why mm-hmm. I snoozed all four alarms and woke up at half seven. <laughs> I was like, crap. I know. I woke up hella late. Oh and I, I, my work is like 40 minutes away. Oh um, my goodness. And I was like, I'm late. And it's my first week at work. I was like, oh my God. Um, I was, I was just like, I, don't, I didn't even know the number to work, like, because it's a different department. I don't even know the number I had to, like, go through switchboard and, like, be like, can you please put me through to whoever allocates nurses to patients and ICU? So they put me through and I was like, oh my God, my name is so and so. I'm late. I'm coming. I'm a sleeping new nurse. Tell them I'm coming. I'm on my way. But uh, so I had my excuse ready to say, obviously, a truck broke down because I was going to say I was going to woke up late. <laughs> I said, you I ought to be embarrassed. <laughs> Are you not embarrassed? And then, um, so what else <laughs> happened? Anyway, because there's so many nurses, doctors and everyone and we're all wearing scrubs. I didn't even meet the people I said I was late to. I just entered and assumed where I would be, went to that little bit department and yeah, just snuck in. Just carried on. So carried on. Yeah, there's you. nothing ever happened. <laughs> and no one asked me no questions. And yeah, it was all fine and dandy when the supervisor started doing the arounds and I was already in work by then. I was like, yes, there is a God. Mm. <laughs> she wow. skilled it. But yeah. That's funny. That was How my How about week. you, Shay? How's your week been? Do you know what? For the most part, work-wise, it's been pretty calm. Mm-hmm. But I think from a perspective of like what's been happening in the world... It's kind of yeah. like part two of last week. It is, it's but like been, times ten. It's just been, it's been horrible. Like this mm-hmm. week has just been horrendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like what what's happened and what is transpiring mm-hmm. in Nigeria, like especially what happened on the twentieth. Yeah. yeah, the massacre. Oh, it is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Well, I think what what makes it is it's i feel like because in this day and age with like phones we've got information and you hear that they took down the cctv and and Mm, you have like real life like first-hand um accounts like people that are on camera going through this like emotional and traumatic event and then Mm. It's just, it's just hard, and I think what makes it even more hard, like, I, I feel like, um, for me, I don't, I do not like to see anything. I don't like to see people fighting or people dying or whatever, like on camera. You know when you see people mm. like retweeting it and stuff. Yeah. I feel like yes, you need to raise awareness, but there's also a part of me that's like, this is someone's relative imagine if this is how you got you find out like um how your relatives passed away through social media and Mm. um and you also think like the leaders there like what are you there for Mm. like who's the one like sending out these orders first of all these people carrying out these orders anyway like do you not have it like, are you not human? That's actually what I want to know. Because I cannot, for the life of me, understand why you would want to carry out such an order Not to be like, exactly. oh, these people are protesting, so 
the answer to to them doing something that we don't like is to take their lives. I mean, what what kind of lessons do they do they think we're going to learn from that? Is that? We're not going to learn to keep quiet just because you're going to start shooting. We will continue to to, no, to have a voice. It's, it's scary and it's and it's and it's tough. But why do they want us so silent? It's the ugh, change has know, got to come, think, whether they like it or not. We're not doing the old ways anymore. It's the blatantness of we are going to do this, and what are you going to do about it? I think that's the attitude. Yeah, like. And, you know, I always think, like, okay, we have these things, like, the whole African Union and stuff. Like, if anything's going on in these, like, nations, any trouble, they they don't do anything. Like, what are they for? Mm -hmm. Good question. I I feel like... That I saw on Twitter um, was, like, what this one girl that... um, Monday, I think she was saying... Oh, um, I'm praying for everyone that's going for the protest tomorrow. Mm. Um, you know, we're fighting a good cause. Let our voices be heard. Um, I don't think she went herself. But mm. um, next day she, she was like, okay, again, sending prayers to everyone that's going to the protest today to raise awareness and, you know, fight against what's happening right now and SARS. And um, a couple of hours later she was like, no. I'm just tweeting like, no. No, it can't be. No. And the next couple of hours, she just tweeted, I've just seen my boyfriend be shot in the neck. Oh. And can, to think, yes, only yesterday she was she was tweeting, you know, praying for, you don't know who is part of that. Who, you don't know who's going to die. The people are risking their lives to fight for injustice. And it was heartbreaking to see. that. That's what she saw. She saw her boyfriend be killed on, on, on social media. Oh. I think... It, one of the biggest issues is the Nigerian government is a joke and they have no respect for lives. lives other than themselves. It's, we've, it's been a case where we've all known and been privy to the greed and corruption, but then the world, whether it's being broadcast on news outlets or not, mm-hmm. more so not, but the world of social media, more so our world, are seeing how callous they are mm. and how, like, it's now beyond corruption and greed. Yeah. It's now that they have no respect for human life. life. Yeah. And all they want to do is instill fear mm-hmm. into people because I don't understand why you would send out orders for the military to shoot live bullets into a civilian and it's not just lecky it was in other states as well mm-hmm. other areas around nigeria but lecky was the most um publicized mm. shoot live bullets into peaceful protests where people are not carrying guns they're not armed they are not fighting mm-hmm. they're just using their mouths. marching mm-hmm. and and coming together in unity to yeah. stand for their rights, yeah. literally. Yeah. And you are shooting bullets. You didn't. You. You. The only your only intention is to kill, is to murder, mm-hmm. for no reason. Your citizens. And you call. That's it's what... like. And this is the thing. Who are you governing? Mm-hmm. At this point. Yeah. What are you governing? Yeah. Like. 
we're seeing so there's just so much that has just like happened and I don't really I don't want to speak too much on the matter because I know everybody knows what's going on mm. and in the end it is end SARS mm-hmm. end police brutality and it's not it's in Nigeria it's in all countries, countries yeah. and injustice mm-hmm. we just I just I'm just like this world really really needs healing because the level of lack of respect for human life mm. is so rife at the moment we're seeing it in all facets but the worst part is when you're under a governance and they're not governing you mm. when your government are willing to kill the civilians that they are supposed to be governing it's just disheartening yeah i've spoken to so many of my friends that are out there and their accounts have just been so heartbreaking of what's going on and you know mm-hmm. like they might not be on the front line they might not not all of them might be marching mm-hmm. not all of them might be out in the streets but just seeing the country go from one thing to one thing that wasn't great already to a mm-hmm. much worse thing mm-hmm. to a much worse state seeing people just dying people that could be your friends like them like all I've just been doing is like checking on and everybody just to check mm. that they're physically, mentally, spiritually, mm. emotionally okay. Because I can't imagine what if um if my well being is not okay and I'm in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine what their well being is like and they're in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. What my question is is what is next? Yeah. Because we're still hearing that SARS are in operation. But what the worst thing about the Nigerian government is their lies. Mm. These people can lie. Mm-hmm. These people can so lie. It's like I don't even understand if they like. Do you read? Do they really believe their lies? Because it baffles me. Mm. I just pray and hope, and I want to believe that the police brutality mm-hmm. is abolished. Yeah, and I know it might not be tomorrow. It might not be, but it needs. We need to start seeing the changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I need. Like in my heart, I need. I would really like to see in this time that I'm on this earth, and sooner rather yeah. than later, that in, like justice is served, and every single person that is in government mm-hmm. that allowed for these things to happen, they all need to be tried. They're complicit. Every single one of them. Yeah. Bukhari needs to go. He needs to go. He's done in these streets he needs to go i've got a quick question you know um like in nigeria um so when you elect a president how many how many years do they serve and how many terms are they allowed to have um, do you know what i don't know i okay. actually don't know about nigerian politics i mm-hmm. don't know because or maybe this is something that i need to change my i do actually now that these okay. things are happening I really mm-hmm. need to change my perspective on politics and African politics, mm. especially mm-hmm. in Nigeria mm-hmm. and even UK politics. Because for so long, I kind of coasted with being like, it's not my bag. Whatever happens, happens. But whatever happens, happens mm-hmm. is causing it's us affecting. to be in a, exactly. in, living in a, under a governance that don't want to feed s- school children mm-hmm. that come from low income backgrounds. And you know when you know when things. So I I'm sitting here like actually no Shay you can't feel that way, you can't be that way. Like you mm. need to understand, you need to know. Yeah. But to answer your question, I don't know. I've just checked. So they've got um they've got the same system as in America. So um it's four years per term, and you're only allowed to do two two terms. 
So if I'm correct, mm-hmm. he's in his second term because so he can't be elected again. It's 2015. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember before I moved to Manchester, mm-hmm. that's when he was elected. So when the re-election happened, bruh, I don't know. But he's definitely serving his second term. He wow. does not need to finish this term. First mm-hmm. of all, the man is old. I can't see what he's done for Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I have not heard anything that he's done for Nigeria. And if for this to happen in his time, it's evidence that he does not need to serve. So yes. go. <sighs> do you know what? I don't even want to get angry, but I know we've got a whole... To irate you. Yeah, honestly. So yeah, I'm just like, it's so brazen with the corruption. It's, 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 it's yeah, just it's mad yeah. in your face. And it's like... It what, is. What, they don't what you try to do hide it basically now. No. They don't. Like, do you they know, don't. I did. Do you know what annoys me, though, is the... Because, like, the West will usually, like, impose sanctions on them personally. But I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, that's not enough. Impose Mm. it Mm. on their children, on their children's children, on their dog, everyone in that family. Because they're the ones that are going to school in Singapore, going to school in, I don't know, China. They're having these, like, fancy lifestyles. Like, we see them on the gram. And I'm like, people are Mm -hmm. starving or people are need help and it's it's not even necessarily even limited to like nigeria like in zim it's like that you'll have these like mis- ministers children like exactly like it's in your face and yeah. i cannot yeah. help but be so so angry and they don't even hide it they really don't. they don't they don't and then these are the type of people that will get into government because of nepotism they've never yeah. served anyone a day in their lives exactly. and then it'll just be continuous cycle of these same selfish horrible people mm-hmm. trying yeah. wanting to put themselves yeah. in a position to be serving people because if you try if you but if they're not be serving anyone other serving than themselves people, you have to be a servant put people's mm-hmm. needs before Best. your own but now it's just made just about money and yeah. oh i always feel like it'll be on site if i ever see these kids i know i'm not about that life <laughs> i'm always <laughs> i'm always thinking in my head but it stirs up a different anger because to me, I do not understand how you cannot step out of your bubble because these people live in bubbles. Let's be real. They've n- they don't go to these areas where you see poverty and whatever. They just live in their own little world. Like, you, you can't live like that. Nope. And you cannot honestly tell me that you think your parent is doing a good job. Exactly. I don't know. They just want to reap the benefits of work they've never done. Yeah. Do you think there's like they go in there with good intentions and then it just goes pear shaped, yeah. or do you think it's just who they are? I think it's embedded. I don't think. I think. I think you can tell the ones that go in with good intentions. Yeah. And then they get lost in so, in the politics of it all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I. I can't say that was the case with Buhari at all. Um, Does culture play a part really in changed. it? I, well, when somebody is swallowing money or saying that money was eaten by a snake, or oh say, my God. it's I like remember. you know things like that. Honestly, like, it's 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 a joke, and 
There were really things. I don't. I'm. Did. I'm not in politics, so I can't speak. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's this reoccurring cycle of stupidity and nonsense, yeah. yeah, and greed and corruption. Yep. They all seem to be cut from the same cloth. cloth. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I just pray that there will be a change. Mm. And I think this is this is what happens. It stirs people up and they're like, no, I want a change. Mm. You know, in the next couple of years, I'm going to look into, gov- um, into government. I'm going to look mm-hmm. into... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that you said that's so true. You know, there's, we need to break this nepotism because mm. the more that people then just get put into these positions because of who they know and yeah. what they know and whose mm-hmm. family yeah. they're from and things like that, that needs to that needs dead enough ASAP mm-hmm. because these people don't know they don't they've not been in the streets they don't know poverty they're not in tune with reality yeah yeah they just know you know when you've world. lived a normalish life and you've seen poverty and like in Nigeria and I don't know what it's like in Zim mm-hmm. but the there is no middle ground it's wealth then poverty. Mm. poverty mm-hmm. is right no middle ground wealth is there's no middle ground it's like one or the other that's mm-hmm. what i it's that's how extreme, i saw it when yeah. i was in mm-hmm. nigeria and like i mean you've got extreme wealth but like if you're wealthy you're okay you've got a car you've got do you know what i mean mm-hmm. then you then you just got poverty where people are and there's there's levels to the poverty as well whereas in the uk there's like a middle ground i would not say i'm in in a high wealth bracket Mm. but i'm definitely Mm. not in poverty Mm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but we're all a step away from being on it's true probably closer to poverty to be fair do you know what i mean like if everything was to be stripped however there are some people that are in the normality of life that are closer to being in the wealthy part of things but you never know. It's. I think it's easier for things to be stripped away than things to land on you, especially in this time that we're in. Nevertheless, I think it's stirring a lot up in people to be like, I want to get involved. And I think we do need more people that are in touch and in tune with reality because they're the people that can then be like, these are the changes that I want to make because this is what I've seen and this is what I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. But you know what? Prayers up. Indeed. And I think, as I said last week, prayers up for the entire nation of mm-hmm. africa mm-hmm. and everything that it's got going on yeah because there's so much happening but even the world because the world it's needs madness absolute right now. complete utter healing because bruh fam everywhere you look my g sis everything is is screwed at the moment but yeah. i'm praying that change starts to happen some way somehow but sometimes mm-hmm. for change to happen things get a little bit worse before they start getting that's better and that's the yeah. saddest and the most painful thing about it but let's just keep our minds at check mm-hmm. let's just keep ourselves at check physically um emotionally let's check into our friends our families mm-hmm. just to encourage one another in these times because these are serious perilous times they are indeed. but mm-hmm. um but yeah i feel like Let's let's get with let's get with the episode. <laughs> this can really turn <laughs> into budget. Yeah. yeah. Setting me and my homegirls. It is. <laughs> honestly. It really is. So actually, you guys, I found a random question thread. I'm gonna ask wow. you. Is this the one on question. Twitter? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! I really liked it, you know. What did you say? I said I really liked it. I I, I saved it. I've, I'm, yeah, I read some. I, of them. I saved it as well. Um, yeah. Go on. Hit okay, me. Hit here's us. the question. Um, okay, so random question. Um, this one I'm gonna make make it up because um, I do what I want because I'm popping. Um, <laughs> what was the um, what's the worst childhood punishment you had? The worst childhood punishment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> mine was going um, to bed early. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean as in early, yeah, like early. Like my mom, my mom used to be like, you know, like now I, hear, I see, they always say, I think you're tired, you need to go to bed. And then you have to go to bed because clearly you're doing stupid things. You've run out of things to no, do. No, so but you go what sleep. time though? Whatever time my mom says it's time to, to, for you to no, go to bed. No, okay, what was the earliest time? Probably five, six. This one said, this Can is you be punishment. Serious? Please, next. Um, you like sleeping anyway. <laughs> like, when you're a child, it's punishment. When you're a child, sleep is punishment. Anyway, Shay, please be serious. <laughs> I had those crazy ones where, mm-hmm. like, you had to do, like, sh- like stretch and pull your ears or... <laughs> Stretch and like pull point, your ears. Put, put one put one finger on the ground and one leg up in the air like mad. The, the mad gymnasticy acrobaticy looking type punishments. Yeah. Mm. Those yeah. I once got backhanded in public. That was that was that was <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. funny looking back now, but Yeah, oh, yeah. but yes. I think when it was when I got older, it was little things like I remember once I did some I did a madness and my mom just like she took my phone. There's no pocket money. I think even there was a time my mom put the internet modem and in her bag and took it to work. Imagine! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, you will suffer. Wow. <laughs> internet modem. Like, I like. Yeah. She moves. Because it was I'm like. Dead. You know them, it's because you get to those ages where beats aren't doing anything for you. Yeah. yeah. My mom didn't beat anyway. My mom, she's soft-handed. She didn't beat. My dad was the one that you would you would catch licks from my dad. <laughs> but my mom wasn't the case. My mom got a bit more creative. I feel like her and her friends kind of started this little legion of mums of people that had kids of similar ages to be like how do we come up with creative punishments because yeah. these kids are moving <laughs> mad <laughs> and yeah i feel like it was a bit mad like yeah i didn't i had my phone taken away i had i feel like it was i did i, I did a madness phone was taken was grounded mm-hmm. no pocket money and um, the internet modem. That's so funny. That was sweet. That is. That was crazy. Yeah, she was like, you, "You're going to learn today." Yeah, but you going to learn today. I saw someone that said that their mom used to take the remote to work or the Skype. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! So you either have to press the button or the Skype card is gone. You're done out here. Uh, no, if the Skype card is gone, you're done. You're done. Yeah. Forget it. You're done. You now you definitely going to sleep the whole day. <laughs> Oh my I gosh, do you remember me, the Sky Card? Oh the my gosh. 
would you call it? I think getting hit um, with a with a hanger. Oh, a plastic hanger, Ooh, like a wire it, hanger. Oh, no, it's never been a wire. It's always been a plastic. That itches like it's got a little. You itch hear it before you feel end. it. <laughs> you hear it through the wind. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's whistling. It's like I'm coming for you. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Chill. The worst is when you get in trouble for something your sibling did. Like, oh, like they're in trouble, but then you get in trouble too. But like, it wasn't me because you should have known better. Because <laughs> you're older. You, you both What's get, that got to do with you, me? You both get the hanger treatment. I'm like, sis, I ain't do nothing. Remember, there's this one time. Ooh, I thought I was. Nah, I was like, I've had enough of this woman. I, I wanna. I'm, I'm just gonna share with my friend. <laughs> I was thinking I've had enough of this woman. Like everything I seem to do is all wrong. And I was like, oh, yeah. I-, I wanted to to share with my one of my white friends. And yeah, my spirit just wouldn't let me. <laughs> mm. I wasn't gonna be a snitch because <laughs> I think Imagine. I was more scared about being in trouble before they call child line for you. Exactly. Imagine. <laughs> They'll call social services for you. Exactly. You know, like, and then you'll get beat up for even saying something about it. It's not wow. you were just trying to you just trying to share it, that's all. Just share the heart. It, Yeah, it's it's just um it's just crazy. Well, now, to be honest with you, I was messing about about sleeping. I my well I my so what my was your worst punish- punishment? Are you going to tell us your worst punishment? Then? No, I don't. To be to be honest, I don't even think they were that bad. I feel like my punishments when were in in well the correlation my punishment depending on what I did. So I remember the, the worst one I've had actually was when I lied. So my my. <laughs> My mom had like a white dressing table in her in her bedroom and it was like all fancy and all of that, like a walk-in closet type thing. And it was all white in there. Then she always used to paint her nails red. So I took the red nail polish and painted my nails. Well, little me didn't just thought you paint your nails and it dries instantly. It doesn't work like that. What happens is you need to wait for your nails to dry, but I didn't know that. So I started touching stuff, moving things around, and lo and behold, it's all spreading so i was thinking oh yeah i can touch this touch that and then wipe it later but time i need to wipe it it's dry sis didn't know about no nail polish remover did she <laughs> so <laughs> i was like crap and then like it's, it's in relation to what i said before but you need to go to bed so i said to myself oh my god you know what i'm just gonna go to bed when i wake up all this will be gone <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, so wow. sis took herself to bed with her smudged nail polish evidence on my hands my mom must have come back um home and she was like oh who did this i was like i, I have no idea have you been in my room no 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 have you painted your nails no my nails are red my hands are red <laughs> and i'm here like no she was like Yes, you. Well, how did you paint? How come you got this red stuff? I don't know how it got there. Like I, I even to this day, I ne- I've still not confessed. So <laughs> I was adamant that That's I was mad. not saying anything. So my mom was like, "Okay, I went, I'm coming back to ask you again in thirty minutes. I want to take a shower. When I come out, we'll have this discussion again." Like she was like, looking back at it, she was actually quite lenient. Um, 
then I thought to myself, right, how am I going to do this? I took I took the, the towel with water, trying to rub everything, trying to wash it off my hands. It wasn't coming off. 30 minutes passed. My mom was like, okay, <laughs> let's have this discussion again. Come. So how come my dressing table looks like this and your nails are red? And I look, you know, you look, you, you don't see the red on your hands because you're trying to lie. And I was like, no, I didn't do anything. She's like, okay, now I'm going to beat you for lying. Not that your hands are red or then so because you're lying. You just need to tell me whether you did it or not. I was like, I didn't. She took her belt and she whooped my ass to for for time. <laughs> she beat me, beat me, and I was crying. She's like, no, don't cry. When you want to, when you want to tell the truth, then you'll say yes. I'll stop hitting you when you tell me who did this. I was like, and I, I didn't, I didn't, she hit me. I think she even got tired of hitting me. She's like, you know what? Go away from me. So she went. Then I think she thought, no, I still want the truth from this girl because my mom hates lying. So anyway, she set me off. Uh, then she set me back. She's like, right, let's have this. Got one t- t- chance now. And then she beat me some more. And she thought, oh, wow. I'm done. But yeah, that's how, how far I could remember because I think I, she must have sent me to bed after that now because I cried so much. I had to go to bed. So for me, it was bedtime. Anyway, the day, it all passed. And even to this day, I've never confessed, but that was the worst one for lying. So when I lied, I got beat. And then when you don't listen and she's told you to do something and you don't do it and she's told you to do it, then your ears get pulled and pinched, like twisted yeah. because you've not listened. And um, so everything, I think your punishment is, relates to what you've done. You lie, you get hit. And you don't listen, you get pinched. And you start misbehaving, just like, you know, just regular, mis- like, nonsense, doing wahala around the house, you're going to bed. So just to calm you down. So that's how it was, with my childhood punishments. Do you know what I think is is mad? Because now thinking about it, at school, because um, I went to, I was in school in Zim for about two years. Was I? No, that's a lie. About five years I was in primary school, four or five years. Um, the teachers, they're the most creative ways of, of beating you up. One time, this guy, I even remember his name, his name's David. David, you, you, you're an idiot. Anyway, he decided he wanted to give the teacher a gift. Guess what he gives the teacher? Like a little, uh, like a little section of a hose pipe. As a gift to use to, to beat, beat people. children, <laughs> what to beat us oh up my with? God. I'm like, David. You're an idiot because you're the one that gets the most beats. So what is it that you do? <laughs> Why are you bringing the host back to school? <laughs> so silly. Oh I my god! It was like a it was like a mint green sort of color, and another one was like the take you know like the chairs were wooden, so the little planks of the chairs again it's like no it's maybe like half the size of a ruler, and then you had to have your hand out, and then they'll hit you with it on your hand, or you put your your fingers together. So they hit the tips of your um of your fingernails. That hurts. And another teacher used to love just like getting pinching you in your side and just twisting it. And I'm like, I wasn't even a bad kid. But then there was a point like afterwards, like um we got a new head teacher and he was an on corporal punishment. He was like, Listen, 
any of these teachers lay hands on you, Mm-mm. you have to like speak up. And I was like, oh, you know what? Bless him. His name, I'm, I can't remember his name now, but he was a real one. Because like, even, I remember this one time, I was supposed to be like the class prefect. So the teacher left, me being a prefect, I'm supposed to write down the people that are making noise. Like, write down the names. very popular in school, innit? <laughs> and then <laughs> write them down and whatever. But, like, when she was coming back, she could hear the class making noise. I was in on the noise and stuff. And so she comes back and she starts asking me, like, Wagwan. And I'm just like, mm. no, it was class monitor, actually. I was like, ah... I don't know. And then she she was like, well, you are also making noise. She lined everyone up and everyone got it. It's like, this bitch. <laughs> everyone got it. And, and then I, t- I, t- I tried to start making up some names. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. But, yeah. But, but my school punishments, what were my school punishments yeah. when I was in Zim? Again, they all relate to whatever you've done. So when you forget your homework, um, you can't go outside to play, obviously. Um, and my mum was a teacher as well at that school. Just you can't forget your homework. Don't be silly. And then if you didn't bring your pencils or your pencils were too small to write with, because you keep sharpening your pencils, then you get hit for that as well. I think it should be <laughs> more than the length of your 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 um your hand um your pencil. And then if you talk too much in class and made noise, you have to do this to your lips, you know, close your lips and then they get sellotaped all the whole lesson. Nah, that's a beauty. <laughs> so it, it was always sellotape on my, on my mouth. I always got sellotaped. And not only that, you miss your first break. The one, you know, the playtime one, not the lunchtime yeah. one, the playtime one. Um, and you have to sit at the step of your classroom with your teacher who was watching all the, the playtime with your mouth Everyone sellotaped. Everyone else play. Yeah, it's, with your mouth phototaped. And bad. then, because we had a uniform with a hat, and if you forgot your, ha- your hat, you have yep. to go and see the the head people, I think the head of year, and then explain why you didn't bring your hat, and you'd have to write lines on A4 during playtime. Um, I think it was, I will never forget my hat again, or I'll never, until break time is finished, you'll be like writing those lines for the next time you don't forget your hat. Do you know what? I've just realised they're not allowing room for mistakes at all. No, because nah, you is know you're not supposed to. Serial killers are born, yeah. to be honest. I know. Just by abuse. <laughs> it's a bit extreme. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Well, did you become a serial killer? Who knows? I might have it in me. Oh, jokes. I don't have it in me. God forbid. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with it, yeah. but I feel like as... I think as black people, a lot of us have tougher skin because of our upbringing. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that's how you see when they do them like kid swap shows, programs, mm-hmm. and then the the Uyibo kids go to like black homes. They just can't cope. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't get it it's twisted. I'm not stress. saying that there aren't there are some weird black kids. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like a lot of us have a little better behaviour than some of our Uyghur counterparts. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it necessary, though? Like, I I would have been down with a naughty step. I I think more than a naughty step. Mm -hmm. Okay, how do you, how will you discipline your kids? I'd like to think I don't want to put, um, 
to put my hands on them because I feel like I would start crying about it anyway because it would make me feel bad. Um, because um, my sister's done that and it made her cry. <laughs> so I think I'll have the same reaction. But um, I just think, I don't know. It just, I guess it depends on who I'm with. But I would like for us to be on the same page to say like, um, laying our hands on our children is not the first resort. It's like a last thing. And, um, I don't know. I want to create communication, naughty corner, naughty step, see how that goes, and then progress from there, depending on the personality type. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I think, well, I'm, I, I will lay hands on my kids. I'll tell you that now. But it's not going to be the first resort. In prayer, <laughs> right? <I> will. <laughs> No. <laughs> Lay your hands in prayer. <laughs> both. Both. Obviously, like, let's say from the age of zero to... Or well, from zero to two, you can't... No, no, no. They'll be disciplined before then. From zero to nine months, um, I guess you, they don't... They have no understanding of anything. Then there is no. Don't understand the word no. And then, obviously, even when in that no, I won't just say no. I'm like, no, mommy doesn't like that. Or no, you're going to get hurt. There's a reason why I'm saying no. So giving reasons for things. Um, again, which which is communication. And then let's say, you know, when the terrible twos start kicking in, tantrums start, we'll just be we'll definitely be doing the whole time out. I'll definitely be you're watching your program, you're not you're misbehaving, it's getting switched off. You can sit in the corner and face the wall. I don't want to hear your voice, you make noise. We do something else. Like, there's escalations to the punishments. It doesn't go straight from, like, zero to 100 real quick. And then um, even after that, let's say the two minutes on the naughty step or sitting in the corner facing the wall, we'll have a discussion. We'll sit to sit together and say, okay, so do you understand why mommy did this? Why do you think mommy said don't do this? Do you know, like, so they have understanding. So when they do it next time, the fact that you told me last time why I told you not to do something and that, and then you continue to do the same behavior, it shows that you're you are choosing to do what I, you know I don't like. Um, and you, there's no more discussions about that. Then you go straight to your punishment, and you should already know when they start getting too comfortable with punishments. That's when we move on to the next levels. Was like doing chores, like you know, send them to go and clean my car or something. So that's going to help me in the long run. <laughs> Go and tidy up this. Go and take all your clothes and start folding them one by one. I'm coming to check. Like, stuff like that. There'll be punishment. <laughs> I've got loads of punishments. But, yeah, I'll only start um, laying hands. Oh, my God. I don't know when. But it's it was not in the first five punishments. But they, I know that kids will cause me to do such a thing. But yeah, so yeah. How about you, Shay? I don't necessarily see myself like out here using whips belts, and belts. Yeah, whips, I won't be all of that, that stuff to beat my children. Like it's not me at all. I feel like there's a lot more that can be done in terms of communication. Mm. And I think as I grew up, I think when my mom got more creative with the discipline, was realizing the things that would hurt me which was taking away things that she she realized I valued. Yeah. Um which was like my phone. Um obviously this is speaking at an older age but you can still identify yeah. the things that your children oh, yeah. value at an early stage yeah. and I think yeah. my first resort would be to 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 resort in 
punishing them in that sense. Um, there's, I think there's a difference between beating and smacking. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. a cheeky smack is, um, I don't see a problem with a cheeky smack, but, but I see some parents go overboard. I also yeah. don't really necessarily want to be shouting at my children. Yeah. I don't really like the idea of it, but you will catch very stern words from me. Oh, yeah. And a very yeah. stern look. Like, I'm, I know that I can give kids a look that if looks could kill. Yeah. Catching my eye. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'm not going to be out here like screaming my head off at them because all it, all I find is that it causes them to scream their heads off at other children as well. Yeah. yeah. And, or even sometimes back at you and it's not, we're not going to be having fighting matches. That's something we're definitely yeah. not going to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. You can express um, yourself without raising. Yeah. But I'm saying all of this and I don't have kids. So it could be very, I think this is in an ideal world that I'd be able to discipline in my children in mm-hmm. form, like be able to communicate with them a cheeky smack when they get overboard yeah. and be able to speak very, very, like when I say communicate and also talking sternly, communicate with them mm-hmm. and make them understand what they've done wrong and why it is yeah. wrong. I yeah. think that's something that's that sometimes important. my parents, when I'd done things wrong, it was like, you've done wrong, but not, there was not that, there was the implication of helping me to understand yeah. why it was wrong and why yeah. I need to not do this again was missed and I think it's quite an important value because sometimes it even teaches your children empathy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you can express to them that no this is wrong because x y and z and this is how it made me feel yeah then it starts to teach your children like oh I can't do that because if I do that then mommy's going to be upset or daddy's yeah. going to be angry yeah. do you know what I mean Whereas it's not because if I do this, I'm going to get beats. Because after a while, beats become nothing. Got to a point where we all like that. You could beat us senseless. Tendai was getting beats, 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 beats. And she was still lying. And and she got caught red-handed. Legitimately (laughs) red-handed. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Because kids as well, kids can lie. Do you know what's crazy? Like, do you ever think back to like when you were younger and you were just lying senselessly and thinking, yeah. "Why did we lie like that?" You know, but yeah. you I could have just older, said, "I'm I sorry, I did this. I was trying to do this, and I wouldn't yeah. have got the beats." Do you know what I mean? Do you think it's a case where? Because I feel like, like I think when I was younger as well, there was a lot more fear about in terms of when you were speaking to your parents. Yeah. I don't want my kids to live in fear. I want them to. And there's there's levels to it, and there's I want there to be a lot of respect oh, yeah. towards myself and their father, mm-hmm. but not do not not do things because of fear. Yeah. Do things beca- not to avoid doing things out of respect. Avoid doing things because we've given you freedom to do other things yeah. that are okay to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And helping you helping them understand that you are free to do all these things. But I've said no to this, yeah. and this is why I've said no to this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And do you know what? I think it's actually quite interesting because we talked about boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. A few weeks ago. And, you know, for, since that episode where we talked about boundaries, I've really been thinking about boundaries a little bit more. Mm. And I think that's where boundaries really come up is with your children. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, when I think about it now, there's going to have to be so many boundaries that are going to be set in place. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. 
I don't want my children not to be able to speak to me. I want them to be able to come to me, speak to me, know the things that they can speak to me about and know how to present it to me. Mm-hmm. Because there but there will be I don't want my kids to be coming and being like, Yeah, mum, I was doing X, Y, and Z before you catch a dirty backhand. Yeah, <laughs> and like, even I'm saying that my kids won't catch like but it's like you can't don't talk to me like I'm one of your little friends exactly. at the same time. Do you know what I mean? But I want you to be able to come to me. I don't want my children to be in trouble and I'm the last one that they want to call. Yeah. I want them to feel like I am the first person that they can call. Yeah. Know that I will knock them round the head, but also come give them the, the like the tightest hug yeah. to be like, yes, you've messed up, but this is your safe space. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know if that was necessarily the case for a lot of the people that I was growing up around. Mm-hmm. Like that could be the case. Like I felt like a lot of us would maybe call other people or our friends or maybe aunties and other uncles do you know what I mean that would they would get less yeah that there's less chance of them getting in trouble with there was also that fear of getting sent home (laughs) back in our day as well whereas I don't like I said a few episodes ago I don't want going back to our country to be a form of punishment I want it to be a source of enjoyment like we're going home we're visiting home do you know what I mean yeah um, you're, or you're going to be home for like the summer period because it's a source of enjoyment. It's not because they're in trouble or there shouldn't be fear about it. I don't want, I don't like the idea of fear mongering in that sense at all. Mm. So yeah. yeah, but you know, I, I do get excited when I think about, I get excited, but I also get scared about the idea of parenthood. But I guess that's just mm-hmm. when it's going to happen. It's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah. But looking back on it, like now, I looking at my mom and the type of person she is, like understanding her better as an older person. Um, I I know my mom even for, with with adults or her friends or anyone, she doesn't like lies, and you understand why she was very strict and the punishments were harder for lies. So and my mom is very like. Um, understanding like if you if you make a mistake and you just say sorry about it and come clean there's no punishment she's like oh i'm glad you realize that you know this goes wrong when you do this and you realize that this happens when you do that and just acknowledge your rights and your wrongs and then you're all right so that's why for that worst punishment of mine of getting beaten up for lying i really probably would not have got beat up if i'd said yes i did use your red nail polish Yes, I did do it. Then she'd be like, next time, please don't come in my room. If you want to paint your nails, we can do it together. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can see that outcome I'll, would be completely different if I told the truth. But I chose to lie. <laughs> and then that's one thing she hates even till this day. So I get it now when I look back. Mm. Mm, that's true. But um, just to add to, to Shay, when you said that... um. Uh, what did you what did you say having kids is, is a bit scary i'm excited but i'm also small small nervous about it i think um yeah for me um i've i've got a bit of a fear about it because i'm like it's a whole human being and it's two people that are responsible to make make sure they turn out to be uh a good citizen, level-headed human being. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if people are like, oh my gosh, Rue's kid is a waste man. I'm like, that'll be my fault. I think it's such a big responsibility 
that's not to be taken lightly because you are no. bringing life into this world, which is exactly. like to me, it's 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 so mad. Like even me, like when I'm around people and the children, I'm I'm slightly on edge, especially when they start like being on the edge of sofas and stuff. I'm the one that's like, like oh my gosh, like the parents are just there calm i'm like oh my gosh it's gonna fall oh my gosh this oh my gosh that but i think maybe it'll change if i actually do have a child of my own but just being around like people's children especially you know kids they like to 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 want to kill themselves i'm sure <laughs> they really do they'll get I upset love, about you uh... they'll get upset at you not like it stopping them from harming themselves. I'm like, chill, dude. Yeah, they live on the edge. You don't see danger. It's like, oh, YOLO. Honestly, Literally, there came a point where, you know, if someone had me like the child, I'd be nervous that I'm going to drop them. Even though I'm, I know I might not, but let me just sit down just in case. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. When you're a parent, what's one thing you're going to advise your child on? Like, that you, what's one piece of knowledge you'd love to, like, give to your child? That your mum's a bad bitch. I'm joking. Um... (laughs) Can you imagine? You will say that to them. They'll be like, a bad what? You won't even be a bad bee when when you... You know, out here in these streets, like I'm like, who's mad? Who's mad? What would you, if your mom came to you and said that now? I'm like, hey, advice to my child about what? Oh, something that you think that you were not told as a as a young person that you'd want to pass on to your child. I think mine would mainly be that they can speak to me, like literally, they can speak to me. Yeah, anytime. Mm-hmm. Yes, anything. I think I'd I'd want but to just as long as they that. just understand that it's respectful because mm-hmm. I think I know I've said it. I'm such a and um that's my thing. I just I love communication. Talk to me. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for you. Oh, talk to me. Yeah, it's yeah. like yes, we're not age mates, but you can you can chat to me. You can talk to me, and like then I used to be like, but my mom won't get it, or mm. she won't understand. Mm-hmm. And I come from a house. My mom's not the most talkative person, so when I was younger, it just seemed like it was just parent child. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, we we chat, yeah, we we discuss. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I don't want it to be a case where it's when. We're older. My child is older. Yeah. I want the I mm-hmm. want us to have built that relationship from young. Yeah. So yeah. that and then it just grow and develop as we get older. I know there'll be times where it's gonna be so, rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you butt heads. Like there's always that time in the when your child is changing. As I can only imagine as a parent, it's also daunting seeing your child go from a child to a teenager yeah. and the shift in their behaviour. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a it's bad behavior, but maybe they be, maybe they were a little bit more tactile with you, and they become a little bit more standoffish, or they become mm-hmm. a little bit more reluctant to speak to you. Or do you know yeah. what I mean? Just because they're also trying to figure out things themselves. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that even in those times, um, God gives me the wisdom to be able to know how to be there for my children as yeah. well. Yeah. But 
again, everything is so hypothetical. I'm saying these things, but I don't know what kind of children I'm going to have. All I know, I could even have a child that can't speak. Do you know what I mean? And I'm here all about communication. Then I'm going to have to find other ways to communicate Mm -hmm. that is not necessarily speaking. Do you know what I mean? Or I might have to not might if my child cannot speak for instance i will definitely have to to learn yeah. sign language of whichever sorts of sign language that works for best for for them but do you know what i mean but i think communication is still definitely key because whether it's talking or not there's that vibe there's that understanding so yeah i would want my pass on to my child would be in anything that's going on yeah i'm here yeah, knowing that I'm that I'm available. Yeah, um, and that I'm not there to be feared. I'm there to be, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what oh, same yeah. I want to. It's definitely something I, I I totally agree on with that one. But um, I think what's also I've found that well I've realized that some it's going to have to be a two way thing because even though I want my child to come to talk to me about stuff, I need to give them the room and the safety net to come and do that so i mean i think even Mm. from young what i've liked to see is when like mother and daughters go on i don't know on a little lunch together or walk together to Mm. do what they Mm -hmm. like um Mm. in their place where they're comfortable not in the house but let's say okay go have a pig pig world Mm. and say okay what do you like show them that i care about what they're interested in like okay mommy actually takes interest in what i do um Mm -hmm. and then you never know that's when they might open up when they're in their own comfort zone when they're in in the house and that's what they call it's mom and dad's house or mom and dad's bedroom they're not going to come and come into my space and try and open up Mm. (laughs) so i have to like be in their space and make it comfortable for them and just give them the That's time that they need. Point. Oh yeah, give them the time they need. Whether it be after school to be like, okay, this, how was school today? I'd be attentive to show that I'm. I do pay attention to what they're about to say. And what they say matters. But sometimes mm. it feels like, oh, I can't just now start approaching mom and be like, hey mom, this happened today. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. The mom is in a good have... mood today. Whether she wants to talk to me right now, is there really a good time right now? Yeah. But if I make that space and that's and be open. I think they'll be more open to do that, but I hope yeah. if I forget, girls, please remind me that this is what I said I want to do. Like you said before, it's hypothetical. <laughs> I'll be like, when I start now, I'll be, when the day will be like, have you made time for your child this week? I'm like, no, oh, I've been so busy. Yeah, yeah, but you don't even know what's happening with your child because you've not set time aside to actually what? speak to them. I think that's why I like um, the idea of sitting together at the dinner table, TV off, and just run through like everyone like how everyone's day been because mm. I guess that's the that's the only time you sort of get together with food as well it's like fun but I also have this thing as well with my niece similar to what Tindai said where we'll have um her name's Crystal we'll have a, like a crystal day so we'll do like what she wants to do like the whole day so we'll call it like a little date so and then we just mm-hmm. we just like have fun the whole day like so what is it that you want to do write down what you want to do and then we'll like figure like the day out so it's Mm. it's um and i also think it's it's valuable time to spend especially if if you've got like more than like one sibling to be like one-on-one instead of like it being um you your parent like instead of being like just everyone together all the time just 
to have their own time specifically. Yeah. I think that's yeah I hear that it's funny that you said that about your niece I found that those kind of things happened more mm-hmm. with maybe my aunties yeah or yeah. do you know what I mean yeah I don't recall having those moments with my mum when I was growing up mm-hmm. so I really like that's really like touched me turned out because I'm just like yeah, yeah you, I think in the back of my mind I'm like yeah I want to do that but I passively was thinking about that but mm. now it's something that I'm like actively like yeah with my kids I definitely want to have those times mm-hmm. where I spend that one-on-one time with them, doing what they enjoy, mm-hmm. getting to know them better. Yeah. Because your kids are going to change exactly. constantly. Yeah. Change is the only thing that's constant. Yeah. They're going to constantly yeah. change. Yeah. So, you know, they might have liked Lego last week, but now they're on something else. And it's just yeah. like, how would you know that? Exactly. Because it's not every day they're going to... You know, you might not have a child that is as expressive and you might mm-hmm. find that you have these pitfalls where you're like, oh, oh, I thought, oh, okay. And it not being, I'm going to have to say this to myself, like not being bummed down mm-hmm. like that I didn't realise it because no, this is the moment yeah. where I now am realising it, yeah. that there's been a change. But also it's true what you were saying as well, Rue, because I think when you have children, parents then try to you to like kill two birds with one stone by being like mm-hmm. I'll do something with all the kids and I'll give them but it's not having that personal individual bespoke time with each child mm-hmm. because not all your ch- children are going to like the same thing mm-hmm. and and that's another thing as well maybe it would be a case that we'll go bowling and it's like maybe my brother didn't like enjoy yeah. bowling but it was like we're doing this so this is what we did and it's just like really someone's still going to be like a little bit bummed out yeah so but yeah I think I think it's an interesting topic and I think we should maybe delve into it a little bit deeper in another time. So yeah, for all the mamas out there who got kids and, you know, we would love to hear from you as well to see to tell us how you're parenting or what you've learned and um, any advice for us future mamas one day yeah. with our pregnant and selves. actually, let us know if any of our plans are feasible or not. Exactly. <laughs> are we yeah. dreaming? <laughs> Type dreams. Like, you got to see all this <laughs> and then you guys are like, uh, 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 uh. Boy, yeah, little do you I know. I wish you guys would know. <laughs> like, honestly, send us the right. But path. I guess you make parenting what you want it to be. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Like, there's four weeks in a month. There's seven days in a week. Honestly. It's not every day we're saying these things are going to be the thing. But if you want to do it, you, you can, can make, make the time to do it. Yeah. What might work for one parent might not work for another. Yeah. And it's also relative to the time that you have as the individual, mm-hmm. because some parents don't have all that extra time. Some pa- yeah. and this is another thing as well. I find that when I think about parenting, I always think about it as being just me. You know, I forget that really? I've got uh, by God's grace is going. I'm going to have a husband. husband. And he's going to be, my husband will be an active father. Exactly. I'm not, Amen. I pray in Jesus name. I don't have some guy that just sits back or a deadbeat or I don't really want to be a single mom. That's not my ideal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, also by God's grace, it's a case that my husband doesn't like pass or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So there's different things to it. I always, I always find that when I think about parenting, I always think about it from just Shay, 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 just me, 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 me. Yeah. And I guess that's also a bit selfish. I don't think I could cope thinking about it being just me because I know it's a tad work. <laughs> it is, but it's a load that you're going to have to share yeah. and you're going to have to share it equally. But yeah. So this week, I stumbled upon um, 
an online magazine called Women of the City. Mm-hmm. And um, within this month's issue, they have this segment that is um, 33 inspiring black women and they all wrote a letter to themselves. Oh. And I just thought it was really beautiful. And um, so I read it and recognised some of the women that were included in this in the piece. There was a few that like were similar age range to us. And I just thought actually it was just, first of all, I just love seeing black people, especially black women being celebrated. I just think it's beautiful. It mm-hmm. makes me feel happy. It makes It's really inspiring to me. Um, so I read it. So then it made me think, what would I say to my younger self? And I know I shared it with you girls as well. So mm-hmm. we've all kind of had a think this week about what we would say to our younger selves. Um, so... Yeah. Ladies, are we willing and ready to share oh what God, we have said? Do you know how what weird it was how weird it was? Because I'll tell you what I found weird <laughs> a little bit. Because I'm not that type of person, or maybe it's other some people can relate as well, where you don't really even though you do reflect to then write something positive about yourself. Like, you know, because it's like a letter to myself. Well, they, sometimes you write negative things and then positive things, but trying to write positive things about your future—that yeah. I find that so weird. I don't know if if you. But your the same. future is your future is now, like mm. because you're talking because you're speaking to your your former self. Yeah, the future that you're speaking of is your present, mm-hmm. yeah. and then obviously still also. Speak speaking into the future as well it is a bit weird i do see what you mean it's Mm. a weird paradox but it's also like i found it quite liberating yeah to look to the past look to the present and also look to the future all in one yeah go yeah yeah and it yeah it kind of made me, yeah, it was enlightening yeah. for me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I did smile a little bit. It was also a little bit emotional yeah. because, you know, I think sometimes we, well, I speak for myself, but sometimes I don't look back to where I've come from. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. And mm-hmm. that's why sometimes I find it really difficult to celebrate my wins because I'm mm. always living in the future yeah. Of what could be rather than in the present to and enjoying what is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I think this gave me a moment to just sit back and be like, this is where I've come from. This is where I'm at. And this is where I'm still going. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah, we can share. So who would like to share first? Oh, I hope mine's not too long. I hope I can. I don't like, you know, sometimes I'm terrible at reading, but. Guys, don't mind me. This is like <laughs> me first time reading it out loud. I don't even know if the punctuation's in it. I just wrote it. <laughs> but yeah, so I will start with mine. So it says, Dear Tendai, I've even put my surname in it, but I won't say that on here. Let's start by saying well done and keep going. I know you don't get as much praise for the good that you have done and still doing, but God sees you. And I want you to carry on with that knowledge of the point that God sees you. God has not forgotten you and you're not last on his list. With every disappointment and uncertainty, there is a plan. Trust God and the good things that he has um, in store for you. Your dreams, prayers, passions continue continue to keep them alive with hope and faith. The things God has dropped in your heart 
that you don't understand yet, don't worry, they'll make sense later. There are certain decisions that you will make in your life that will affect your future, some in a positive way, some in a negative. Don't beat yourself too much with things that don't go well. It's a learning opportunity. And I trust you will learn from your mistakes and in the future you will make um, the right decisions. When making life-changing decisions, give thought to every decision you make and seek right counsel before making them. Trust me, it will help you. Know who to trust. And I know this sounds crazy right now, but your parents know what you're talking about. Um, do not be concerned with the opinion, the opinions of others and follow the career path you desire and your purpose, not the path of society and the vision your African parents have for you, um, which will make them happy. Looking at your life right now, yes, you have had fun as a young adult in your 20s, going into your 30s, and you have made some really crazy de- decisions, but I must say, um, I love how free you are and that you never take life too seriously which is great you never stop loving people and continue to remain generous you have a heart of gold don't change or let anyone take that away from you p.s when you feel like you want to give up always remember how strong-willed and determined you are Eh, love from me (laughs) but yeah that's me that was lovely. Aww, Thanks. That's sweet. <laughs> okay. I think mine's quite long, you know. <sighs> so mine says, Dear Oluwa Sean, aka Miss Shay Shay. <laughs> One day you'll look back and think, Wow. <laughs> who would have thought the little girl with very little direction, who wanted to do everything from wanting to be a nurse, even though you can't stand the sight of needles? or the thought of injections, to wanting to be a professional athlete, or find her feet in the arts and media, producing content and films. Although you've had a difficult time finding your feet and understanding the road to your future, it will never deter your ambition. And guess what? You will stumble upon your calling and things will align, no doubt, to the glory of God. You will put your all in everything you do, even if you start later than you want, MissLastMinute.com, but rest assured you will get that shit done and do it well. Mm-hmm. Grip tight to your fearlessness as long as you can because there will come a time where you think more and do less. You care. You will always care. You will care a lot. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Some will even say you care too much. But that's who you are. Be proud of all the feels that you feel. And don't well, oh my god, why am I getting emotional? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, Hugs. Girl. Hugs. You can do this. Hello, right? You can. That's so sad. Because it's like oh, literally reflection, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, what is wrong is with me? Okay. Ugh, I should have bought tissue. Okay, can I even read this now? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I can't see anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Um, be proud of all the feels that you feel, but don't wallow in them. Lean into them and allow them to catapult you into changing things and making some sort of difference. 
You don't find love easily, but when you do, you love hard. Just be careful because the harder you love, the harder the fall when you hit the ground. But even though you might be in pain, you will have amazing friends in your life who will journey, pray, cry, laugh, listen, and put it straight with you. All the while, whilst trying to break your fall and nursing you back to the next level of shay. Self-love is a thing of virtue, of utmost importance. Mm -hmm. Never forget this. Make this your mantra. Scribe it on your heart. In fact, (laughs) on your forehead in invisible (laughs) ink that only you can see. So every time you look in the mirror, you are reminded. Also, your height and slimness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) Okay. Also, enjoy your height and slimness because despite what everyone says, you will not grow into... (laughs) Oh my God, why did I write this? Let me start this again. Also, enjoy your height and slimness because despite what everyone says, you will not grow to be this great modelesque gazelle. Instead, your fate is quite the opposite. (laughs) You will stop growing in height early and soon after start growing in width. So it is what it is. But yeah, love yourself and love you, love me. Aww. Oh my gosh, you guys, so cute. that's so sweet. <laughs> such a pussy, <laughs> look at me crying. <laughs> oh, please. No, okay, now you, Rue. Dear Rivimba Agnes, I want you to know that progress comes from taking the small daily steps. I know you have big dreams that sometimes appear to be impossible and overwhelming, but God planted those seeds in you for a reason. Write them down, make them plain, have faith, put in the work and see his will in action. You will face some disappointments, some from yourself and some from other people. Some will be harder than others to get over. I want you to realise that you don't have to beat yourself up over it. Give yourself some grace. You're doing your best. Your ability to forgive is one of the things I love about you. However, that can't be at the expense of your peace. It's not everyone who deserves a front row seat in your life. And it's okay to let go of people you once held so close to your heart. I know it's not been easy to speak up for yourself especially to those that are close to you. But I need you to know that other people's feelings are not your responsibility, not even your parents. That may upset them, but guess what? They'll get over it. They're (laughs) stuck with you, babes. I love the woman you're becoming, and I want you to trust her more. You may have your doubts, but she's learning from her failures, embracing her flaws, and her journey is not yet complete. You have been blessed in abundance in the friends and family department. You are your happiest when you're in their presence. Continue to make new memories with them. Show and tell them how much you love them. Also, big thighs are out here saving lives, sis. (laughs) Allegedly. So please love and embrace yours. Love, Ravimbo. Oh, that was so lovely. Oh, you know what? Thank you, girls, for being so amazing and sharing your 
letters to your younger selves as well. And like we said, we're going to share them on like a condensed version on our Instagram. So you guys can have a little read and maybe be encouraged to write your own as well. Um, but yeah, recommendations, ladies. What are your recommendations for the week? Um, so my recommendation, it's quite the opposite of, um, of a letter to younger self. It's, um, a letter to future self. Um, Mm. so there's this website called futureme.org. So you can write yourself a letter, like an email, but it can be delivered in year, in one year, three years, five years. You choose a date or you can make it private or public anonymous um yeah so I I find that quite interesting I have written a letter to my future me as well and it was um one of my friends had done it but one time when I was tidying up I'd seen a letter from my from a past self talking to my future self and I was just like boy would you be so disappointed (laughs) right now (laughs) (laughs) but it's a fun little exercise (laughs) (laughs) it's a it's a fun little exercise so you should try i love to do that yeah what did you say the website was again it's called um futureme.org um and my recommendation for this week is what i found was quite helpful this um a letter to my younger self um, because sometimes you actually forget what you've done in life and that you're still beating yourself and thinking, oh, look, I'm 20 something, 29, 30, 33 or whatever. And I've not done this. I've not done that. But by writing to your younger self or even just a reflection of where you're at, you realize that, girl, you've done a lot. Like, mm. <laughs> years have gone by, but you're not idle. Like you were, you were finding yourself, you were growing, you're stretching and it will show you, like, no, if you've managed to do this in this amount of time, imagine what you could achieve in the next mm-hmm. five to ten years. The years to come, the, your timeline seems only so small because you're looking at it from a now perspective. But a lifetime is such a long time to achieve anything that you set your heart to, your mind True. to, and all the goals that mm-hmm. you've set. Um you know there's loads of time so i i'd recommend this if you if you're in a in a in a funk or a stuck place and you feel like you're not going anywhere or running around in circles it's definitely a great exercise Mm -hmm. to to do to show that you've actually been doing a lot and give yourself some credit true yeah okay um my recommendation for this week is if you're interested in reading some other people's letters would be to read the letters that the 33 black women that were featured in the piece on women of the city wrote and we'll put the link in the link tree as well so that you guys can see it but it was there were some really inspiring um letters that were written and I think for some people we might even like especially if you're in the UK scene you might mm-hmm. be like oh that person I'm, I'm aware of them I think ZZ Mills was featured Wallace mm-hmm. Soul was featured there's a lot of inspiring letters there and inspiring women. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's my recommendation for this week. And similar to what the rest of the girls have said, I'd suggest maybe like retrospectively looking back at yourself, maybe writing a letter to yourself or your future self, like mm-hmm. what Reese said, because I think I'm definitely, definitely going to do that. 
Our friend does that a lot, actually. She, Suen, Suen mm-hmm. loves to write herself like a note or a post and then look back at it. So yeah. I think it's quite worth it. And I think when I was doing the exercise, I felt, like I said earlier, I was feeling a lot of feels. So, yeah. 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 That's yeah. so good. Guys, that is it for the week. Um, You have been listening to Rue, Shay, Tens, <laughs> and we've enjoyed um doing this um episode so catch us again next week on thursday so guys yeah so you can catch us um on all major streaming platforms and now did you know that amazon music does podcasts yes they do so you can catch us on there if you like uh if you've got amazon so follow us on instagram at different twang join the conversation on hashtag different twang on twitter Guess what, guys? We've now got a Twitter page. It's called At Different Twang. So now you can check us out retweeting some posts or answering some other tweets and just have a discussion on there. Um, If you love writing emails and a good letter or whatever you would like to write, email us. Our email address is differenttwang at gmail.com. We have loved having you listen this week. So that's it, ladies. That's it, ladies. Until next time, hey. Until next time. What has she been drinking? I know. I'm like, raw. All right, let's say bye and be green. I know. Bye, Shay. Bye. Bye, bye. Oh, my days. That's going to be hell out. Get this drunk. Get this drunk out. See you die. Go to bed. Night, night. Yeah. Bye. 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 bye.